Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It's Monday, June 25th, 2018. Taz, Jim, and Devin here. We've got some interesting topics coming up. I'm just looking at the, the show's run sheet. Um, cheating wife garage sale is on the agenda. <laughs> Mystery bruises. That should be a fun chat. <laughs> Could be the same story. <laughs> uh, Juan the Colombian is going to be joining us to talk World Cup. And also, we will talk about the big Arkells rally. Giant concert, huge success on Saturday in the Hamilton area. Uh, let's start here, Dev, with some kudos to London Knights who were drafted into the NHL. Yeah, there were four London Knights drafted on the weekend, uh, two in the first round, others in the, the third and seventh. So Evan Bouchard, the captain of the Knights, went 10th uh, overall to Edmonton. Liam Foody went 18th overall to Columbus. Then in the third round on day two, Alec Regula went to the Detroit Red Wings. And in the seventh round, uh, Jordan Coy went to the Vegas Golden Knights. For, so from one Knights to the other. And the London Knights have now had a player drafted every single year into the NHL since 1969. Wow, pretty good record there. Um, the best place to eat outdoors... One of the best in Canada is here in London, Ontario. Yes, uh, Dolcetto uh, is uh, has been named one of the 100 best outdoor restaurants in Canada for 2018, which is a pretty cool thing to win when you consider it's like the entire country. Yeah. And there are more than 100 places to eat outside in, in Canada. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Yeah, yeah that not, narrows it down. It's not uh, one out of 100 out of 100. It's, there's many more restaurants yes. than that. Thank you for pointing that out. I had never heard of Dolcetto. Have you guys been there before? I have, yeah. I have not. Very nice. Go. Dino DeFruscia, our good friend uh, Dino, who runs the place. And Jim, you're looking to impress a date? Take her to Dolcetto, sit on the patio. And then just delicately put that article out in front of her <laughs> so she's super impressed. Don't know if you heard about this, but... Uh... <laughs> you're welcome. And if you're looking to get into the bar business, do we have an opportunity for you? <laughs> Call the Office is on the market. The uh, person who has been running it, the owner of Call the Office is, I got a listing on realtor.ca where you can become the new proprietor of Call the Officer. If you want to call it by a different name, you can do that too, I guess. It's it's the business. It's not the actual building that's, that's for right. sale. That's right. So the, the, the lease is $5,000 a month plus uh, insurance, maintenance, and other costs, property taxes. But uh, yeah, he's, he's put it up on realtor.ca. And uh, hey, if you ever want to get into the bar business, it's a London landmark, not a pla bad place to go. And a turnkey operation. The Tashel Podcast. Kells held the rally at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton on Saturday. 24,000 people were there. Jim Kelly's one of them. Yeah. 
What is Max wearing? What is that jacket? A Macho Man Randy Savage leather jacket. So when he ha- like, if you remember Macho Man Randy Savage, if he held his arms straight out like a T, he'd have the strings hanging down, the banners all the way along his arms. Yeah, so that's, that's what he cool. had. It was like a purple uh, rainbow all across his arms. And the leather jacket, obviously, because one of their biggest songs is called Leather Jacket. That, that's, a, that's a pretty snazzy look. Do you think you could pull that off, Jim? <laughs> you know, when it's you one have... of those things when you're on stage, yeah. it looks awesome. If you saw a guy wearing it at the grocery store, you might be, oh, look at that guy's jacket. There's some local eccentric, holy moly. <laughs> but yeah, there was pyrotechnics. The production quality was outstanding. At one point, they went into, since it's at the Ticat Stadium, Tim Hortons Field, they had the kiss cam. Going through the crowd, which is one of their songs as well. Uh, so, like, it was scanning through the crowd. And, and people, people were, were out. had been drinking for a while at that point. So, mm-hmm. I, I'd assume the kiss cam got a little raunchy. Oh, boy, did it. <laughs> did you get on there, Jim? Did you get on the kiss cam? Yeah, you had a lady friend with you, didn't you? For three straight minutes, I motorboated my lady friend, hoping I was going to get on. <laughs> Nothing! <laughs> Come on, Arkells. Who's running that thing? Yeah, who's running this camera? You need to have that keen eye. Uh, let's hear uh, You have, this is you in the crowd. This is what you were hearing when uh, they played. This was the first song of the night, wasn't it? Knocking at the door. Sounds great, man. Hopefully this becomes like a, a thing. The rally, if not every year, every couple years, they do something like this. Do you think they would be able to capture the lightning in the bottle again, Jim, or is it a one-off? I don't know, because there were so many people that came together. I mean, like, the city of Hamilton really embraced this, too, so it was like a marketing thing for Hamilton, trying to get the tourism going. So I guarantee Hamilton's going to be on board because it was a huge success. Like, just you should have seen the people pouring out onto the streets. I stayed at a place called the Sandman Hotel. How was the hotel? We were joking about it. It was a good hotel? Yeah, it was brand new. It was was very nice, but it was funny because everybody at the hotel, it was packed. Full of Arkells fans. Full of Arkells fans, except for the odd person who was carrying a Frisbee. There was an ultimate Frisbee tournament in town, so it was all hippies, you know? It's, it was Arkells. Either, yeah, playing Frisbee or Arkells. So everyone was smoking dope, oh, then, I'm assuming. Better believe it. Frisbee players and concert goers. <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations to Arkells. They knocked it out of the park, played for over two hours, and some people comparing, comparing their performance to, like, the E Street Band saying it was that good and the videos that I've seen the smiles on these guys faces it looked like they were having the time of their life which is contagious right yeah they're definitely feeling the Hamilton love everybody was just the energy was outstanding the Taz Show Podcast Taz Jim Peacock is still kicking around we're uh, just checking out responses here we've been looking unsuccessfully to find the uh the person who created this sign that was up in the Beaverbrook area on the weekend. Sign reads, Cheating wife garage sale. All must go. 
just like her. So the sign's made of cardboard, and there's an arrow pointing to the to the house where the sale is. And we've got confirmation that there was, in fact, a garage sale. We just haven't heard from the person who made the sign to find out whether or not their wife actually cheated. Yeah, Stephanie says, it was a real sale. My friend went in and said there was some nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course, because the wife didn't know it was getting sold. And Ted Apparently, also, that's a, this yeah. is, I don't know if I believe it or if it's just a clever way to get some attention for your garage sale. I mean, how desperate would you have to be for some, some money to make that your sign for the garage sale? Because all your neighbors are going to start talking and then the gossip is going to start That's flying, true. unless you're really yeah. close with all your neighbors. Your wife, if, if your wife is not cheating on you, and you make that sign, she probably is going to start cheating on you, because <laughs> <laughs> you're shaming her. Yeah, yeah. Man, I want to know this story so bad. Do you, th- do you think this guy's a douche for doing it, though, or does the wife deserve it? If she's cheating on him? Yeah. Kind of, you make the bed, you lie in. Yeah, with another man. With another dude. <laughs> Well, if he gives or he sells stuff that would be split in a divorce, can she then, like she gets half. She gets half of the proceeds from the garage sale. But if he sold something that was like personal to her. Right. Is it's, there, is it's there not a lawsuit a, waiting to happen It's there? not a great plan for the long run. It's yeah. like instant satisfaction for him to sell her stuff. It's like when you see in movies the... The guy gets caught cheating and the girlfriend throws all the stuff on the front lawn, right? In that moment, it feels great, but... In divorce court. In divorce court, it doesn't look good and you could be setting yourself up for some big problems. Mm-hmm. 519-643-9696. If you are the guy who made that sign, cheating wife garage sale... <laughs> Oh, hey, I've been looking for a cheating wife. He's selling some of his garage sales. You said that you heard what neighborhood it was in, Taz. I want to go by and see if it's still up yeah, after well, the show. I, I, ironically, it was near Bitter Bitterbush, <laughs> which is a street near Beaverbrook. So definitely something's bitter there. The Taz Show Podcast. Please rise and remove your hats for the Colombian National Anthem. I like that version better than mine. <laughs> Juan the Colombian is here. How many Colo- different Colombia jerseys did you buy when you went home to visit your family? Uh, a lot. That's I pro- another. <laughs> I, I wore the one you gave me yesterday. Uh-huh. It was the yellow with, with blue uh, Adidas stripes and a very beautiful shirt. Uh-huh. But then the game starts and the team <laughs> is wearing blue with like orange or pink stripes and you couldn't even... The refs were wearing yellow shirts, so it looked like I was cheering for the refs. <laughs> no, but let's be honest. When you walk in into a bull and barrel, everyone was yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was, like, that so was the, the majority. The yellow one is the one that we always use. Mm-hmm. That blue one is kind of like... We use it probably twice a year. I guess I it's kind of like when, a, when the Canada hockey team wears like a black jersey. Exactly. Or something, something like you know? Yeah, because blue and fluorescent pink are not in the <laughs> Colombian flag. No, no, no. But we just use it for like when we play teams that they have similar jerseys to us. So yeah. We have to change it basically. But There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of teams that do that in the World Cup. I, oh, yeah. You know, you see the team and you're like, what country is that? I don't recognize those colors at all. Portugal as well. Yeah, and they're just uh, they're just alternate jerseys because they want to sell jerseys, I guess. Uh, exactly. And they got me because I got like five of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big win 
in the World Cup for Colombia yesterday. We were at the Bowling Barrel. It was just full. It was like the Colombian club yesterday. When you said that a couple of your friends were going to the Bowling Barrel, I was <laughs> expecting like a table of five or six people. Won. We were shoulder to shoulder in there. Oh yeah, it was packed. And and it's funny though because yeah, the community here in London is huge, and there was probably more Colombians out there seeing the game. But like, yeah, Bowling Barrel was the place to be yesterday. I had no idea that there was such a, a strong. Huge. Colombian presence in town. Yeah, it's it's don't like many people don't believe it, but between us, between Colombians, we even call this Londombia. So. <laughs> Londombia. Oh yeah. Well, I know there's a Columbia Street by Cherry Hill Mall, so I assume there's a presence here. But there you uh, go. And I know that the uh, the Columbia Outerwear uh, Warehouse is by See, the four hundred one. We're, we're everywhere. <laughs> Londombia. There you go, London. You know how you call London now. Thanks, Juan. I've heard people call call it Lundump before, but never Lundumbia. So you, uh, you're very excited, obviously, that your oh, team yeah. won because if they lost yesterday, they would have been it. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll probably will still drinking, but but yeah, it was probably a, a bad bad day for us. But no, we won. We're super happy now. We're looking. For the next game is Thursday against Senegal. That is gonna be crazy, 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 and hopefully we win. Okay. Well, yeah. Juan, I'll wear my jersey again. Seemed to you, work, eh? You better, you better. First because game that's I what didn't wear. Uh, first game I didn't have my jersey on. Yesterday I had my oh, jersey man. on. Man, you have to get it on because seriously, yesterday was a great game. You guys have fun. Thank you. I want to thank you guys here on air because if you guys didn't show up, it would be a completely different vibe. But it was amazing to see you guys there. <laughs> I don't especially know, because man. no, seriously, especially we because- added nothing to the vibe in there. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys did because it was so like. I don't know. There was a bunch of Colombians, but it was good to see other, like other people from other cultures just being there, cheering from Colombia. Everyone, everyone thought we were Polish. <laughs> That's <laughs> definitely one of the yellow jerseys so we didn't get fought. But no, I, it's it's good to have that. Even Jim, Jim was like into the game. He was talking at the end. He was like like a typical Colombian. Just every time something happened, he was like, "Ooh." Well, you could not ah. you could not avoid getting <laughs> caught up in the atmosphere. It was yeah, so much fun. True. I asked Juan what uh, Colombian people call uh, white people, and he said blanquitos. <laughs> <laughs> so that means little white people. If if there's any Colombians right now, then please back me up on that. Yeah, we call you Blanquitos, but it's a cute, it's a, it's a cute name though. It's like yeah, little it white is. people. Yeah, yeah. Taz and Jim, a couple of Blanquitos. I like it better than Gringos. <laughs> way nicer. better, man. Way way better. I ordered the Blanquitos. They were delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lundumbia, we've got uh, <laughs> another game coming up on Thursday, Juan. Congratulations, Thank and you. we'll talk to you soon. The Tash Show Podcast. I want to show you guys something. Okay. Okay, now don't be alarmed. Okay, oh. why are you undoing your belt? <laughs> and my pants. Hold on. Look at this. Oh! 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 A thigh... Jeez, man. that's. I'm seeing a lot more than just that, but <laughs> there's a thigh bruise. Huge bruise. Isn't that disgusting? Look at how dark and purple that is. That's long. Did you slide in baseball? No. Huh. Did not slide in baseball. Uh, was in my neighbor's pool. I took Grace and my, my uh, one-and-a-half-year-old son for a swim. And I was in the pool. He was walking along the side of the pool, and I was holding his hand, uh, trying to get him to come in. But then he broke free from me. And like started darting down to the deep end along the side of the pool. And I just jumped out of the pool, but caught my hip Ooh. on the side of the little lip there. And I, so like, it, it, I really nailed it. Yeah, it looks like it. It was like the dad panic set in, though. Uh-huh. I wasn't thinking, and it 
Like, I understand how dads would, like, jump in front of a car now to save their kid and stuff like that. You don't even think. Yeah. But I did to myself. And you probably didn't have the strength to do I get, I see Taz jumping out like, you know, those athletes. Some guys can just be in the shallow end and jump right out of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Taz would never have the strength normally to do that, but... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. Go get your mother. Ah! <laughs> Yeah. It would be scary. Like, so you you thought he he was I wearing a life he, jacket or no, anything? No, he, like he, he had his little floaties on, but still, it was just like a panic moment, and I really hurt myself. It's your natural instinct. Right? The, the nice thing is, I know where this bruise came from. Do you sometimes have mystery bruises? Oh yeah, after a long weekend, you're like, what did I? Where did that come from? <laughs> I'll have cuts on my hand or my head. I'll, I'll knock yeah. my head. Like, where did I? Cuts on your head? Or just, I'll, I'll just knock something. Like I'll bump my head. <laughs> And then it'll bleed, and I won't know about it. And like, yeah. Oh. Sometimes I'll be shampooing my hair, and I'll feel a bump, and go, "What the?" Like a goose egg. Like, when did I? I don't know. I've got, <laughs> I've got a bump in the side of like here. I don't know. I don't know where that's like. It's like a growth in the side of my. Body. Okay, that's not a, that's not a party I think foul. We all need to go to the doctor immediately after the show. Or well, AA. <laughs> I went to my doctor, and I said, "Feel that? What is that?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry about that. That's nothing." <laughs> that little guy. I've got one of those too. He's like, "Oh, it moves around. That means it's fine." I'm like, mm, "Can we do like some sort of test? You know, at least like get out a piece of equipment and make me feel a little bit better than yeah. grabbing it and jiggling it around." Yeah, that's fine. Because there was a lady who had a bump in her face, and it kept on moving around, and it turns out it was a like a worm. In her face. This is a recent story. She had a worm in her face. It had crawled up above her eye. Into her, this is a little off topic, but it was in her lip, and she looked like she had like collagen injections. And they got in there, and they pulled out this like six-inch-long worm. Is there a video of that on the internet? There's pictures of it. There's wow. a global news story about it. Well, you're making me feel a lot better about my bruise. So, well, you might have worms as well. <laughs> yeah. I got worms. The Tasho Podcast. Only. Pretty crazy stuff happens in Ohio from time to time. And here's a story about a police officer who lost his job because he pulled over his daughter's boyfriend trying to interfere with his relationship. We've got audio. <laughs> We've got the audio of this cop in Ohio. He uh, starts off by threatening to put the guy in jail, but eventually lets him go when he realizes that his daughter was in the back of the car. Oh. <laughs> so this is the cop talking to the boyfriend after pulling him over. You can get out. What? You're going to jail. What? Get out. What? I'll see my car. We'll make it up as we go. <laughs> Any guns, knives, weed on you? What's that? Uh, obviously. Go ahead and get smart. Probably can do something to you even more. Goodbye. What? Goodbye. You... Goodbye. Get in my car. You can't. You can't take me. I am 18. Goodbye. You can't take her out. She's an adult. Goodbye. Hey, well, you can get back in the car. You're in the No, you're not. Get in my car. Why are you taking me? Get in my car. Why are you taking me? You have to give me a reason. By law! Why are you pushing me? Why are you? Why are you pushing me? Oh, boy. Why are you doing this? Turn on your key from the guy. Turn it on. Get in my car. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. 
God. That took a turn. I, I was laughing at the start of that clip, but... Yeah, that family's 4th of July barbecue is going to be awkward. <laughs> awkward! <laughs> oh, that is, she, she's right, though. That dad is way out of line, right? Yeah, well, I can, uh, as a parent, I can understand both sides of it. Uh, you want, she's 18 years old, she is an adult. But if this guy's a total loser, I, I could understand as a father wanting to keep your daughter away from him. Now... You cannot let that interfere with your job as a police officer. Yeah, you're abusing your power to be able to kidnap your own daughter out of her boyfriend's car. Did you hear? Did you hear him say, "What are you pulling me over for?" or "What are you arresting me for?" And he's like, "I'll make it up as I go along." <laughs> yeah. You can't say that. Also, you're just a bad cop. You know the cameras are on, dude. Yes, exactly. You're wearing a body. Now this video is all over the internet, and this guy's been fired. Good. Yeah. What do you mean? You think he has the right to do that? No, he. I know he doesn't, but I could understand a father wanting to do whatever he can to protect his daughter from a loser. Yeah, yeah, but you're just assuming he's a loser. He probably is. All 18-year-olds are losers. Right. <laughs> right? But, I mean, she's right. She's 18. He has no right to grab her and drag her to his car. Holy... Now dad's out of a job, and no word on what the relationship status is between uh, the daughter and the and the boyfriend. But that was intense. Holy. You can get out. You're going to jail. The Taz Show Podcast.